This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast. It's all things business across the state of Florida. And if you've been tuning in lately, you know that we are coming to you from the 2023 Florida Chamber of Commerce Future of Florida Forum. It's all happening here at the Grand Cypress in Orlando, Florida. The room is full of business, education, governmental leaders, and it's all about future of Florida. It is the race to 2030, uh, preparing Florida for the future. And um, within this group, there's all kinds of incredible uh, nonprofits that are doing incredible work across the state of Florida. Uh, we've had some on, and we've talked about some of the issues. We have another uh, nonprofit leader with us here doing great things in the state of Florida. We have Miss Madeline uh, Tacor, who is president and CEO of the Children's wow. Movement of Florida. Madeline, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, let's start as we always do, just a little bit of your background, pathway to your current role as president and CEO of the Children's Movement of Florida. Sure. So it, it was a bit of a, an unexpected path. I grew up in Miami with a focus on foreign language was the, the passion that my parents had. I thought I would be an ambassador. I studied international affairs, spent the first 10 years of my career working with business leaders in Latin America and, and, and those in the U.S. who are interested in Latin America, all focused on economic and social development. And I, I must have realized at some point around the time I bought a house on the street I grew up on in Miami that uh, this this passion that my parents gave me was not the path that I wanted and was looking to pivot toward more local impact and working on education, which was one of the things I knew could make the biggest difference. And that is when I found the Children's Movement of Florida and joined the organization under our, our former CEO, Vance Lupus, who was a state rep and um, came to love this work and was given the opportunity to, to lead the organization earlier this year. Nice. So I, I always thought I'd be an ambassador. Now I'm an ambassador for babies. Nice. Uh, so uh, let's get right into it. Just purpose, mission of the Children's Movement of Florida. Sure. So we are an advocacy organization. We're nonprofit, nonpartisan, don't take a, a cent of state funds. Uh, we're the state's leading voice on early childhood. We illuminate the hidden power of all children reaching their full potential. And, and we like to say that's not only for their own success in life, but for the strength of our communities and for the muscle of our workforce and economy. You know, there's been an awful lot of talk here at the Future of Florida Forum, which I, I, I mentioned in earlier segments that I really am impressed that the, that the chamber, the Florida chamber has taken such an, uh, an interest and leadership role in you know, in fact, this morning began with some talk of the pathway to prosperity and they, they talk about children in poverty and and uh, addressing those issues pretty aggressively and innovatively. Um, kind of you tell us from the viewpoint of the Children's Movement of Florida, what are the issues out there today with, with children? 
Yeah, well, it starts with, you know, this is our, our future. This is building our potential. And something really important to, to know is that human babies are not born with fully developed brains. That is what the first three years are for. And so when we look at are our children reading by third grade, and then we see that those levels are, are, are quite level, you know, they're the same as are our kids coming in kindergarten ready, we realize it's not our schools that are, that are failing half our kids, it's that they're failing before they get there. And so you, you pair that with the research and what we know about brain development, it's so important to get kids off to that strong start. It's, it's in those early years. We've heard a lot also at this forum about the importance of soft skills, about people who can get along, who can, who can write an email, right. you know, some of these basic things. And well, guess what? It's in preschool that, that kids learn to communicate, to cooperate, to focus, to control their emotions, all these things that, that we want to see when they're adults. And, and so we really appreciate that the Florida Chamber has recognized that it starts early and helped to, to share that message because that's what it's all about for us. What are, are there some specific initiatives that the chamber is doing that you're supporting and advocating? Well, the um, biggest initiative that we have launched with the chamber's support is our Bosses for Babies. And this all started when Mark Wilson came to us and asked us to lead, to be the goal leader on the 100% kindergarten readiness. And I'm pretty sure he asked us that because he knew that, that our organization had our finger on the pulse of what's happening in preschool policy. You know, sort of how are we funding early right. learning? How are we doing that? But we decided to take a different uh, approach to say that it takes all of us to get all kids ready for kindergarten. And, and we're already working in the legislature, helping them understand we're making good progress on, on supporting teachers, on supporting young students. But what can the business community do? And, and our message was they can look internally at what are the ways you can support working parents in your organization that allow parents to be more present for their children and that also support recruitment, retention, productivity. And, and so really when, when businesses support families, everyone wins. Right. And, and I, again, you bring up an excellent point. And I want to talk a little bit about uh, when you know you bring up the legislation and working with obviously the Department of Education, how how do you get uh, how do you bake in businesses into all of that? How do you how do you you know bring those entities together? That's got to yeah. be a little challenging. It's a little challenging, and we sort of see that as as two pillars of the work. We are working in the legislature, and we are working with businesses. With with some employers and, and business leaders that, who are willing to participate in the legislative conversation, we'll arm them with the information they need to engage. So take, for instance, um, school readiness. This is our state's subsidized child care program for parents who are working or going to school. Right now, the eligibility levels to qualify for subsidized child care are, are, sit at 150% of the federal poverty level. That means if you've got a two-parent working household, no matter how many kids they have, they're both making minimum wage, they're too wealthy to qualify for this program that's for working families. And, and that's a problem. And, and we've got a 2.8% unemployment rate, I think is the latest in Florida. It's a right. full point lower than the rest of the country. And if you want to have the broadest talent pool to hire from, 
you've got more parents who have a healthy and safe and engaging place to put their children, they're more available to join your organization. And so for businesses that are comfortable and want to take a stand on that and want to say, hey, can you change these eligibility levels? The cost of living in our community is is much higher than this. And, and we want to support these working families that families that want to work, right. but maybe can't afford to because they don't have somewhere to send their kids. Right. Um, you know, that's one way to do it. But you know, we're much more comfortable in conversations with employers talking about what, what, what can you do? And, right. and we sort of split that into three categories of support your employees by the policies written in your manual. Right. Advocate if you're interested yeah. uh, or give back. And, and you think of all the initiatives and all the businesses, small and large, who, who focus on education, who want to give back in the community on education. The, the message is don't forget the early learning centers right. doesn't all start in elementary school. No. And I, 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 you know, I have to say, I mean, I really, I really am impressed and I love this approach. And you sat on a panel yesterday uh, where you talked about, um, you know, the untapped potential business leaders addressing childcare. I mean, that is truly an innovative channel to deal with the children's issues in the state of Florida. If we get the employers to understand and I think is the ultimate goal to kind of, I guess, is the is your pitch, so to speak, to the business owners and operators. Um, if if we do a better job uh, helping our our working parents, they become better assets for us in the business. Is that a little bit of the pitch? Absolutely. They become better assets for us today in our business as as our employees and their children become better assets right. for our future workforce. So it's right. really a double impact. Right. We, we always right. talk about the, the two um, sides, workforce of today, workforce of tomorrow, and, and the, the, that untapped potential that you mentioned. I mean, this is quantifiable, and this is a new chamber report that perhaps uh, you've covered in other podcasts, but $5.4 billion is lost in Florida's economy each year, you know, through turnover costs, right. lost taxes, all kinds of things. These are real costs to businesses. Right. And when you look at the individuals, there was some new research recently that, that we commissioned through Saks Media and found that more than 50%, you know, more than half of parents would consider a job switch if they could get more flexibility. And then more than a third would take a pay cut to get more flexibility. Wow. And so this, as, as, as small businesses are looking to hire in a tough environment, there are policies that, that, or practices that you can have in your business that, that really support that. I mean, those are truly meaningful and material numbers. Right. And, and I, you know, one of the, the, one of your panelists that served with you, uh, was, um, Eddie and, uh, I, you know, I loved how he put it. I, I don't remember the exact numbers, but he said something like, you know, I have 100 employees, but I have 74 children. Right. Uh, you know, he, he brought it down to how many how many children are affected by what happens in this business? And well, I think that was uh, quite quite an innovative way to look at it. And I'll say Eddie is a very special leader. And his, his motto is family first. It's the reason he was actually our first boss for babies. But what I would say to businesses is, not everyone has to do what Eddie does. Not everyone has to think about all the children that that you employ. You know, even if you want to look at look at it from cold, you know, productivity. I think of um, there's another boss for babies in our initiative in Miami, and she runs a small manufacturing plant in Doral in Miami Dade County, and she does not have children. 
Um, I don't think any of her employees have children, but she has bought in so much to these policies, um, whether it's flexibility or paid time off. And, and, and the, the, the environment she wanted to create was one where everyone feels like they are valued here. She's done cross training so that the, you know, the, the assembly line never shuts down, even if someone has to step away. Right. And and the culture there is, you know, you need you need to take care of what you need to take care of because otherwise you're not focusing. You're making mistakes. It's good right. for business. Right. And and you, you know, we can't have a meeting. We can't have a gathering of business folks um, where when we talk about what are the issues, what are the challenges, what are the hurdles. Number one is workforce. Yes. And. And I'll never forget, I was uh, at a presentation and uh, there was an HR specialist and and his words were, the way we have engaged employees in the past is not going to work going forward. We're going to have to change. And I just think this is such a timely, uh, important um, aspect of that change. We're going to have to really start looking at, at, at this because I think you just said it. Um, looking at the benefits that help parents. Right. And that makes you a more desirable place to work. You know, you're going to have to attack this workforce uh, issue from, from you know, multiple, um, you know, prongs. Uh, so this is one of them. And it's an important that, that's absolutely right, Tom. And I think I, I think of a meme that was passed around in our office recently. And it said there's no more loyal employee than a mother who feels right. supported. Right. And, you know, at... at as a mother who has yeah. felt supported in, 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 in her role, I, I definitely want to offer that for my employees and, and, and be able to keep them on the team. But, but these changes you're talking about, you know, families have changed too. 68% of young children in Florida under six live in homes where every adult is out in the workforce. And, and you know, so we've got to change the way we, we run things when the world was built for right. a time when it, one parent was at home. Right. It's not the reality today. No. Uh, incredible work you're doing. Important work you're doing. Um, obviously, the, the, the primary uh, objective is to support the children. But I think, again, I, I think an important um, sidebar to all this is this is just better business. It's better business. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, it's just better business. It's it's a better way of managing. It's it's a way to build loyalty. It's a it's a way to, um, you know, build a uh, happier, more satisfied uh, team. Right. So I, I just I, I'm I'm surprised your phone's not ringing off the hook. I'm surprised <laughs> you have time to be on this podcast because everybody should be calling you. Well, I'm happy to be here, and and <laughs> and you you can call. We'd love to hear from you, but you can also just Google the Guide to Family Friendly Workplaces in Florida and find a whole set of resources that we have for businesses to look at. You know what what are those benefits? It's not only flexibility; it's paid leave, it's health and wellness benefits, it's it's childcare, it's other accommodations and support. And our our new guide has case studies from real Florida employers of different industries of different sizes has, uh, you know, tips and tricks. And, and one of the most important ones is listen to your employees. Uh, ask, ask what they need. You know, you don't just look at data that, that, that people right. would prefer a pay cut. You ask your own employees, what, right. what, what can we do to support you? And, you know, again, Great work. 
Thank you very much. How does one find, uh, again, you may have just said it, but how does one find the children's movement of Florida and, and get this, get the, your latest report? Yes. Well, the easiest way is www.bossesforbabies.com. And you'll find the guide right there. If, if you are a small business owner uh, listening to this and you think you've got these policies down and you'd like us to highlight what you're doing, and so we also have an invitation, you know, become a boss for babies. It is by keeping this conversation alive and present that will inspire more business leaders to do what is what is good for children and what is also good for business. So, again, when businesses support families, everyone wins. I love it. In incredible message. This may be the most valuable segment we've done. Incredible. Thank you so much, Tom. Thank you. It is uh, Madeline uh, Tecor, uh, who serves as the president and CEO of the Children's Movement of Florida. And they are, uh, they've got an incredible pitch that's not only good for children, but better for business. Uh, thank you for all the great work you do. Thank you, Tom. Thank you for being a presenter here at the Future of Florida Forum. Thank you for your support of the Florida Chamber. Thank you. Absolutely. And uh, this is uh, Small Biz Florida. I am Tom Kindred, your host, and it's all coming to you from the Future of Florida Forum right here at the uh, Hyatt Grand Cypress in Orlando. Uh, more to come, so stay tuned. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College. Named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.